Hi, this is Chris Neal, and you're listening to the Sens Call-Ups. Lead pass, Hans to bring it. He has tights to the net to bring it in. Moussa, he scores! Alex to bring it. Stuck to the one-timer. Scores! Now Shabbat takes it across. Northern Heights shot scores! From a very warm studio not far from Kinburn, Ontario, welcome to Season 11, Episode 10 of the Sense Call-Ups for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. I'm Cardinal, Panic Knucker here as well. Who would have thought that we would have another season of goalie issues? But... Here we are. At least the team has put together six wins in the last seven games, and it's starting to look like things, like there might be meaningful games in the, later in the season. Playoff berth? Probably not. First overall pick? Unlikely. But we can still actually dream of both of them. Boys, happy Flag Day. Flag Day? Oh, it is Flag Day. Today is Flag Day. What does that mean? Uh, this was the offic- this was the day uh, where the Maple Leaf was officially adopted as the Canadian flag in 1965 oh, by Royal Proclamation. Okay. Here's a little piece of trivia about the Maple Leaf, which you probably don't know. I didn't know until I did a little bit of reading. It's not actually blue. <laughs> That's number one. No. Most flags, which are three colors or three bands of color, are equal in size, like the French tricolore is red, white, and blue, but they are equal in size. Mm-hmm. The maple leaf is not, if okay. you think about it. Now, the middle piece, the middle bar in a three-color flag is called a pale. And when our flag was introduced, there was no word for the difference in size of the center panel because instead of being 33, 33, 33, it's 25, 50, 25. So it's much bigger. And there was no word for a pail that was bigger than the other two side panels. So they had to invent a term for this. Pail? And, and it's called a Canadian pail. Hmm. Because subsequently there have been other flags that have come out with that same um, percentage distribution of color. 25, 50, 25 rather than 33, 33, 33. So any flag that's like that has a Canadian pail. There you go. Yeah. The things you didn't know and probably really didn't care about, but I explained them anyway. Come to Canada, the middle of our flags is bigger. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little warm in here tonight, but it's not too surprising considering how warm it is outside. I will take it. Yes, it's unfortunate. Melt, baby, melt. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Uh, that was a slight Vesuvius moment there. I cracked a beer open and decided to explode in my face, lap, chair, 
ground. Not the carpet, though, right? Uh, a there's bit. a little bit on the carpet, but oh. not very much. It mostly is in, was in my shirt and my lap. I, I took one for the team. <laughs> that was brutal. Yeah. It's, like the, it's now, been sitting there for like 20 minutes. At least 20 minutes, if not half an hour. It's been sitting in front of me. <laughs> I crack it open, and it's <laughs> Mount St. Helens. It's everywhere. And it's too bad, because it was... Uh, <laughs> just look up and the look of fear on your face. Well, I'm trying to protect your carpet. up all this beer. I just drank half a tall boy in about five seconds to try and make sure it doesn't go on your carpet. Oh. And it's a it's a pity because it's an innocent <laughs> gun. So tonight's episode is brought to you by Innocent Gun Original and by Schofferhofer Grapefruit Rattlers. That's what the other two lads are having. And so. Hoover Carpet Cleaners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, there wasn't mu- not much good on the floor. Oh, I, yeah. I took most of it in my lap in my uh, my outer shirt. What's so. it called if you... That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> if you punch a hole in the bottom of the can until... Steamboat up. races. I thought there was a different word for that. Shotgunning. Well, you can shotgun, shotgun it too, yeah. yeah. I didn't need to do that. It did it all by itself. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Innocent oh. shotgun. Innocent shotgun. <laughs> Innocent howitzer, more like. Landmine, perhaps. Okay, well, that was entertaining. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah. We do apologize off the top. We do apologize. <laughs> we, I know we said we'd be back on the 27th of January, which was in between... Your vacation and your vacation. Oh, yeah, I want a vacation. And uh, that didn't work out uh, just oh, because yeah. of planning at the very last second. And then we said, amongst the three of us, we would be back last week. And last week, I came down with an absolutely horrible, horrible cold. Um, I do apologize in advance if I'm um, uh, snorting and horking and if I have a coughing fit because I'm still recovering from it. But at least my voice is back and I can breathe most of the time now. So um, I apologize for delaying things, and we all apologize for delaying things uh, for the past couple of weeks. But sometimes real life does intrude into these sorts of things. There's nothing we can do about it. So um, I'll just do some housekeeping, and let's mm-hmm. go. We got lots to talk about. Okay. Housekeeping email is podcast at sendscallups, uh, dot com. I don't No, nope, podcast at sendscallups.com. What am I? Okay. I'm trying to read and trying to think at the same time. It's really not working. The email address is podcast at sensecallups.com. There we go. The forums are at sensecallups.com. There we go. Bingo cards still going on. Uh, haven't had any bingos lately. And the uh, game pool is still going on as well this year. Uh, the waiver wire is sponsored by Netphone Canada is 1-844-728-7367. Or, if you want to remember it easily, it's 1-844-SCU-SENS. You wanted to ask me something? Nope. Okay. Well, then... Let's go. Game on! On! <laughs> oh, I was just thinking of the beer again. <coughs> well, the remains of it still taste good. We've, we've got like 14 or something games to go through. Here we go. Senza Blues, 2-1 loss. So let's just try to pay attention to names that keep coming over and over and over again. Stutzla from Kachuk and Batherson. Um, next, uh, with the one goal in that game. Next, Penguins at Sens. <coughs> Excuse me, 5-4 win. Debrinkat from Batherson and Shabbat. Stutzla from Kachuk. Batherson from Kachuk and Shabbat. Pinto from Kachuk and Giroux. Kachuk from Stutzla and Shabbat. That, cannot say this five times fast. That okay. game was the Daniel Loney, Maloney makes a wish game. Yes. And it was also the game that Matthew Joseph was back and a healthy scratch. C- correct. Mm-hmm. 
That make a wish was great. Is that what the kid wished for? Yeah, he came out for the premium. Oh, not for Joseph to be scratched, but to come. (laughs) (laughs) That's an awfully specific wish. Okay, I just don't like him. Can you scratch him, please? Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. That's what you want. No, he was out. He was out skating with the team, and he was at the wet practice or game day skate with them earlier in the day. I think whole day event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. So. So that was that game. Because the other thing with that was that Joseph was supposed to play against his brother, Joseph. Exactly. Olivier. Also Joseph. Matthew Joseph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next game, sends at Penguins. So now they play against each other. 4-1 loss. Kachuk from Stutzla um, was the only goal on for us here. Next game, Jets at Sens. 5-1 loss. The only goal was Norris. Remember him from Giroux. Then he was out. So he's gone for the year now. He's you, gone for the year for surgery after being back have for a total Have we ever of games. not been injured after playing the Jets? Uh, yeah, I guess. Like a, Thomas Shabbat a while ago. It just feels like every time Mark we play Stone, the Jets, yeah. somebody gets injured. They're a heavy team, man. Next. Just Next. saying. Islanders at Sens, 2-1 win. Pinto from Giroux and Sanderson. Giroux from Grieg and Sanderson, so Grieg was up. That was his first NHL game. Yep. <clears throat> so so the record with Gree again is phenomenal, by the way. Next. Sends at Leafs. That's okay because it's a Matt Murray revenge night. Wait, no, it's not. I'm hurt. In in, in warm up. My I hurt my ankle. You had a tum tum ouchie? Tum tum ouchie. <laughs> it's like, well, he took a shot off the collarbone, so his ankle is hurting. Yes. 6 2 win. Dun 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 dun. Shabbat from Stutzland and Brandstrom. Kachuk from Hamannick and Stutzla, Broussard from Giroux and Sanderson, Batherson from Pinto, Kachuk, unassisted, Giroux, unassisted. Um, Next game, Habs at Sens, 5-0 win. This was a fun one. That's the game. This was here. You were in Club Bell? Yes, you were. Yes. Yeah. I think this was one before my trip? Day before mine. Saturday night game. Yes, you went to a Saturday night game, and then you were at the airport for a 6 a.m. So, no, 3 a.m. So already left. And I for 6 a.m. flight? Yeah. Yeah. Had to be there three hours early. <clears throat> You're a brave... I just couldn't get to sleep that quickly. Well, I didn't, didn't necessarily sleep much. Okay. No, I wouldn't sleep at all. <laughs> I'm already... It's a day in life of my life. 11 o'clock at night, and I have to be at out of the house by one thirty. There's not a chance I'm sleeping. No, just don't bother. I just sleep well, on the plane. Yeah. I don't sleep on moving things. No. The earth moves. Yeah, well, it's big enough. Yeah, but at least it's flat. <laughs> Round. <laughs> flat. <laughs> Round. <laughs> Sorry. The break cat from Giroux. Giroux from Grieg and Sanderson. Giroux and assisted. Joseph from Holden. Bertard from Batherson and Holden. Fors- and Forsberg got the shutout in this one. 20 out of 20. Um, not that they were a very high skilled team at that point anyways, but that's okay. Next game, Senzet Habs, 5-4 win. Giroux from Zaitsev and Shabbat. Stutzla from Joseph and Kachuk. Debrinkat from Stutzla and Shabbat. Stutzla from Shabbat and Batherson. Kachuk from Stutzla and Joseph. So that's one, two, three, four points for Tim Stutzla in this game. Uh, 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 uh. <coughs> the count. <clears throat> Oilers at Sens, 6-3 loss. Sanderson from Joseph and Kachuk. Giroux from Grieg and Pinto. Brandstrom finally breaks the streak of 122 games. Green Needle. Brandstrom. Green Needle? Brandstrom. Brandstrom. What? 
I said, Brandstrom, what did you hear? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to play the tape later, clearly. Well, and then you might hear <laughs> Green <needles>. Brandstrom. <laughs> is this like, is this dress black it's or exactly white? That's that. exactly it, yes, okay. but, but audio. All right. Okay. Um, where are we? So, yeah, so Brandstrom gets one to break that 122 game or something, that 120 game goalless streak for mm. his third NHL goal. A little show. And dump. A little showcasing for the pump trade deadline. And dump. Well, we don't even need to pump and dump him just off season. You won't if get- you can get something now, get it. I doubt it. I doubt it too, but go. Um, people are going to claim, but his passing is awesome. He's got like three assists. <laughs> Forsberg got very, very hurt in this, turned into Lieutenant Dan. Oh. That could be a career-ending injury. It absolutely could be a career-ending injury. He's going to be in a wheelchair now, right? For now, yeah. You got to be. You got to be. Yes, both knees. Both MCLs. MCLs. I'm not saying it is a career. He doesn't need surgery, but at at his age, and in (laughs) goaltending. Ouch. Actually, I don't even know how old he is. 20. No, is he? I thought he was in his 30s. Forsberg? No. Pan, the he, Millers he are older 30. than you, and is they still really? got life insurance. Oh, my God. <laughs> At my age, I probably need a medical. You watch way too much television. In That's the, old In the television. 90s or something, that was like between schools. I know. <laughs> Good old Patrick. So, anyway, so in this game, especially in the pregame with Connor McDavid in the building, it's like, yeah, this is why we need Connor Bedard. Oh, my God. The attention. Oh, the uh, pregame like warm-up. Just everybody wants to see McDavid. Yeah. And he does not get the star treatment that the other stars get. Nope. No. No. He's not like, a league darling yet. He's, well, he no, friggin' should be. He sh- I, I didn't say he shouldn't be. I'm just saying he's not the league darling because they have a finite number of them and they're still around. Anyway, okay, fine. So instead of Connor Bedard, this is why we need Ryan Reynolds. I don't disagree with that either. Except he wouldn't be traveling. Why with the not team. both? Nobody knows how to market it. Oh, he yes. could do a holographic progr- like projection at center ice. Oh, no, we can get a projector. Uh, Tip me with the cost of that thing. Ryan Reynolds, you're our only hope. Hi, Alex. Save <laughs> <laughs> us, Ryan Reynolds. Your only hope. That's my line. Next game Flames at Sens. So this one, Sogard starts. 4 3 win, his first start. Did you almost leave early that game? I'll let you recap the goals. Sure did. Did you leave? No, but I was gesturing over to my family like we might be leaving early here. And that's horrid game. Yeah, they did not play well. Horrid. So my buddy Ryan that came with me is like, the ice is bad. Look at the puck bounce. I was like, oh yeah. Which is why they couldn't pass and receive passes. Like, okay. Calgary carries the puck for it, so it's easier for them. Which is a difference. Here we go again. Kachuk from Switzerland Hamannick. Batherson from Switzerland Pinto. Dubrincat from Switzerland Brands from Switzerland from Dubrincat Kachuk. I, I, I hear a name there over and over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Four point game. When asked about his game at the end of the game, after the game, Switzerland said, it sucked. Terrible. I didn't have a good game. Yeah. No, four, he did. He, and he four admitted. points. Four points. Well, he got four points, but he wasn't happy with the way his game had gone. Partly Friggin' A, of the buddy. Friggin' A. 
Awesome. And do you know who was at the game uh, sitting with you guys? Or do you want to bring that up? Bruce Gar- Oh, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> a- Andrew Shearer was next to me. Oh. Which kind of puts in It, it looked like he was talking the whole game to his buddies. Of course he was. The, no, that's it's what these guys do. Okay. He, he was paying attention to the game, too, though. Okay. Was but, he cheering for Calgary or for Ottawa? No, he was cheering for Ottawa. Like okay. The, oh, no, he's from Saskatchewan, isn't he? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. I was going to look it up. Hmm. He's not relevant anymore. Anyway. Uh, that's why he's sitting with me. Next. <laughs> Next game. Sunset Islanders. So that's when Mandalisi starts. Mm-hmm. I hope he starts on Sunday. He might have Star to. Star Wars night. Oh, Mando. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sends at Islanders. 3-2 went in the shootout. So the two goals. Stutzler from Kachuk and Hamannick. Kachuk from Stutzler and Shabbat. Uh, um, in overtime, we had a penalty, which was, I think, kind of a too BS call. Too many men on the ice. Oh, it was too many oh, men. It was too many men, and yeah. it was a legitimate call because no, so they that, touched it I when they shouldn't have. zero problem with that call. Mm-hmm. I was they did a very good else. job on the penalty kill in overtime. Travis however. Hamanick, three minutes and 15 seconds. <laughs> well, he got trapped out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So did Timmy. Yep. But uh, Yeah, they killed the penalty, but they just could not get a face-off. They couldn't get off the ice, and they couldn't get a face-off. So. Yeah. Tim could have gotten off at one point, but didn't. But didn't matter anyways. Of course, he, he also scored in the shootout. Mm-hmm. And uh, What a friggin' player. The winner was the, the second scoring in the shootout was Batherson, was it not? Yes. Correct. It's okay. What would what would you unless you you saw what would you think Tim Sutton's career <clears throat> percentage is in the shootout? Twenty percent. I have no idea. I was going to say twenty-five. Fifty. Oh, that's not bad. You should. You twenty percent is amazing because a goalie normally stops nine out of ten. So twenty is a really good rate. He's at fifty. It's not two out of four. It's five out of ten. Okay, I was going to say, is it one out of two? <laughs> five out of ten. That's not 50. bad. Fifty. And this That's is an NHL? Uh... NHL, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so make sure he's one of them. Mm-hmm. He is. I was kind of surprised Claude Giroux wasn't. Maybe he would have been fourth. Well, uh, yeah. To bring Cat Batherson, Stuart Slutley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are you going to do? Not bad for an hour. They might cry that they don't have the ice time. Oh, well. Anyways. Hmm. So, yeah. So, those were the games. Um, They've won six of the last seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. That's significant. Mm-hmm. Early starts to kill us. Six out of the last seven with three different goalies. And I think they've yep. gained two points in the standings for the wild card. There. No, it's Hmm. I, I don't think it's not the points behind that you're at. It's that there's six teams but you have of you. to yeah. you have to pass. And that's what people are ignoring right now. Yes. Of course, because you don't want to listen you want to look at the cold hard reality. You want to look at the fantasy world. I understand that. It's not Mario Kart. They don't let you catch up. What do you up. mean it's you, not Mario Kart? You don't? It is. Don't tell me it's not. You can't tell me how I feel. I'm just going to get a banana and throw it and wipe everybody out in front of you. Uh, sure. I don't. I can't remember. All I, I guess that's some sort of yes. reference to Mario Kart. Cause there's, there's different you items throw you throw the get. banana. Okay. Or the shell. The or the, shell. There's one of them that puts ink on your screen. I don't know. It's, that's a squid thing. Sure. I don't know anything about it. Before we go any further. 
We have, actually, we have a guest to introduce. We have a, a little interview. It's not a long one, but it is a very interesting one. So let's do that now. Yep, so Bruce Garriock is joining us once again in regards to, um, just for tonight, to talk about the the really big excitement in, in, in regards to what's for our community with the potential, well, with the upcoming sale, I guess, not potential, but upcoming sale um, of the Ottawa Senators. So thanks for taking the time out tonight to, to talk to us. No worries, always. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what what's the latest, Bruce? Well, I think, you know, obviously with word, uh, with the report Monday night that I had about Ryan Reynolds joining the Remington group, I think everybody kind of feels like they merge as the front runner in all of this. Now, uh, there's a few things here. Uh, number one, I don't know that they are the front runner, but but I would put them certainly in the top three. Uh, when you look at the, the Kimmel family from Toronto, the real estate billionaires, and um, Michael Ann Lauer, the lo- local, uh, the Toronto billionaire who owns a, a trucking company um, that had the uh, contract with the federal government to move all the vaccines during COVID-19. Mm. Um, I think that that those three groups are probably the most serious. I also believe that there is probably some sort of still a mystery group but I think the signal of Ryan Reynolds uh, going to the Remington group certainly gives that group some heft. I think it gives some, it, it some huge backing. And a, a question I've gotten a lot over the last few days is, well, why did he align himself with one group? Well, clearly they sold him on their vision. But I don't think, based on just the discussions I've had with people, guys, I don't think that Ryan Reynolds is making any moves without some guidance from Gary Bettman and the National League, Hockey League's head office because he has kept in touch with them throughout this process, I've been told by his closest, by the people closest to him. And, and I think that uh, the fact that he's aligned himself with, with these guys, I think it gives him a very good shot of being in the ownership group of this team once the dust settles. Bruce, I would think at this point, not just the city of Ottawa, but perhaps the NHL would be really disappointed if the Ryan Reynolds group didn't win this. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, that's how I kind of feel too. And, you know, I think that, that you know, we've come this far, right? Like when, it, when, it, when he sent out that emoji and everybody went crazy that, you know, he was interested in being involved. Then, you know, People Magazine reported it. Then he's on Jimmy Fallon a couple of days later. And, you know, uh, since then, uh, you know, he shows up for a game a couple weeks later. I think now everybody just expects him to be in the mix. And, you know, as I was first to report, uh, when when Batman first got wind that Reynolds was interested and then sat down with him in the league office, he notified everybody involved that they should reach out to Ryan Reynolds that they should at least speak to him because uh, think about having him as a partner and basically said the league wants him involved as a partner. And I, I think, I think at this point, you're right. I, I think that in, in, in my own opinion, I, I think it would be disappointing if Ryan Reynolds wasn't involved in some way, shape or form. 
Now, the belief is that he won't switch groups if um, if uh, the Remington Group doesn't get the franchise. But but let's remember, the Remington Group has $5 million in the Seattle Kraken, so there is some connection there. They did try to, in I don't think very hard, uh, they did try to build a new rink in, uh, in Markham in 2013. Uh, I've heard reports that um, they got far down the road on the purchase of the Arizona Coyotes, but uh, didn't end up pulling the trigger in the end. Um, I think that this is a very attractive deal, and I, I think, you know, look, I can only base on social media, but look at what Ryan Reynolds has done for Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham cannot keep its merchandise. I was listening to a clip from a radio show over there when I was running because I wanted to write a column on on Wrexham last week, guys, they had 24,000 shirts in stock. They sold out minutes, and a wow. lot of them went to North America. Wow. Wow. You know, like, like they've got 1.5 million followers on social media. Not only that, the team is, a you know, is having some success. I want to say, I keep wanting to say on the ice, but they're having some success on the field. Why did Sportsnet in Canada show... And ESPN in the United States show the Wrexham game. They showed it because Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney are part owners, and they knew that people wanted to see it. Yeah. Uh, before the next question, there, I've got a couple numbers to share with you, Bruce. Not the mm-hmm. Twitter, not the social media is everything. Not the Twitter's everything, but this is an easy no. measure. Ottawa Senators have a total following of six hundred seventeen thousand followers. Yeah. Maple Leafs have two million. The NHL has 6.8 million. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds has 21.2 million. <laughs> I know. I like. Uh, I was looking at that the other day. I'm thinking, oh my God, this guy's got 21 million followers. I mean, that was a number, uh, Pan, that... Uh, I hate calling you that, by the way. Uh, that was a number <laughs> that... Uh, that... Um, Batman marched out at the, at the... After the Board of Governors meeting. So... You know, this guy through his social media networks has more than a hundred million people who follow him. You know, that's more than a hundred million people who, you know, care what he thinks. And as we've seen, he's very strategic. Um, he interacts with people on Twitter. Uh, he has he knows how to have fun with it. Um, I think that that that's why people are drawn to him. And I think that, you know, he could, I don't think it would be the worst thing if he was the, the face of the franchise on the ownership side of the office and, and Brady Kachuk was the face of the franchise on the ice. Uh, sorry, sorry. I keep cutting off Canuck here. Yeah. But so to, to add to that, because you've got Brady definitely as a captain as the face of the franchise. Brady is American. You have Thomas Shabbat as a Canadian and more important, or I would say more importantly, a French Canadian. And then you've got Tim Stutzla as a German European. Mm-hmm. With the right marketing around that, I think that gives you a lot to, to draw. And all three of those guys, I think, are really good at it in their own ways. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the other thing. Like, you don't even not even talking about what could happen on the ice. Um, the core is in place for this group with the, with the right 
with the right pieces put in place, um, you know, this club is going to have success down the road. You know, obviously there needs to be a tweak or two on defense. I think that, you know, you can't take a pass on Jake Sanderson because I think he is quickly emerging as, as one of their best defensemen, if not, you know, at times he's been their best defenseman this season. Um, you know, I think if they can get the net straightened out a little bit, get Josh Norris back to healthy next season, then I, I, I do believe they, they'll be a playoff team this year. I, 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 you know, I'm obviously, like everybody else, I'm disappointed they're not in the playoff mix right now because I thought uh, that they, they could get there. But, uh, you know, quickly coming out of camp, realized that defensively that this team was still struggling. And I'm not sure that that blue line is where it needs to be at this point. But but I think that, that you know, all of this to say, it's exciting for the new owner, and that's even, without even breathing a word about LeBret and Flats. Yeah. And Bruce, in your article, you mentioned you believe the sale will probably be north of $800 million. And I'm just curious, I with a bidding process like this, it isn't necessarily the highest bidder wins, right? It's whoever the current ownership and league board approves? Yeah, I think what happens is, first, what will happen here is, I was told on February 25th, which is, when is that, in two weeks or ten days? Ten days from now, um, the first round of bids on the franchises do. I don't think it will take a week to go through those bids. I think they'll probably be able to run through those in, in three or four days and say, okay, um, you guys are, this this group of people is gone. Uh, we don't need to consider you anymore. Um, let's go to our second round of bidding. Uh, this is where it starts. These are the three to four groups left. And I, I think from there, the league and, and the New York-based bankers, Gladio Sports and the Melnick family will sit down and, and decide who's got the best offer and what one makes the most sense. And, you know, one of the requirements, and it's not a requirement, the league can't make it a requirement, so I shouldn't, that's the wrong word, but one of the suggestions from the league to anybody who's bidding is they would like this team moved downtown. That means they would like the, the next group to get a lease done with at LaBreton Flats. And if you look, and I'm just looking as at, you know, having spent a couple of days on the Remington Group's website, um, you know, to me, they, you know, uh, a pan sent me the link and I was reading it, just they built Markham. You know, these guys, they, they, it was 240 acres they developed. It was a sustainable pro, it's a st- sustainable project, which I think the NCC would like. Um, they, 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 they basically built downtown Markham and ha- have the city center. And I, I, it, I said this uh, to someone earlier today, guys. Wouldn't surprise me at all if if they went to the NCC and said, "Hey, can we get you know six or seven more acres there to develop?" Because I really think that in the end they want to build an, an ice district. I think the original plan that the centers put in called for a hotel and a um, and a hockey rink. Uh, I think that they'd like to see an ice district like Edmonton 
around Rogers Place Arena. Yep, that'd be perfect. So, and then I think the other thing that you told me, I think yesterday, was where the current rink is because we still need a lot of housing and maybe another business park or something else where the uh, um, CTC is currently. That that's another opportunity for them too as as residential builders, right? Well, exactly. There's 75 acres there, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe, um, you know, I, you know, Eugene Melnick always wanted a casino near there or in a hotel. Maybe they build a casino out there. I don't know, but you know, there's 75 acres there that's probably worth 1.25 to 1.5 million dollars an acre right now. Um, you know, there there is an opportunity for development there too, and and you guys know when you go to the rink now. Everywhere you go near the rink, they're building houses. So you know, it would be it wouldn't be any surprise if they build more houses there. So yeah, there's an opportunity for development for them as well. Awesome. So yeah, I think that pretty much covers. Unless you have any other hidden gems for us for for the episode. No, no, no. I I think you know. Obviously, um, we've got the uh, Chris Neal broadcast. That's right. On a Friday night, and I'll do a question period. Then I certainly will circle back to the sale and, and see if there's anything new here in the next couple of days. I just thought I would let it rest for a day, but I, I, I think it'll be, you know, these next couple of weeks here are going to be interesting with the trade deadline, and and you know, March third is fast approaching, and you know, um, we'll we'll see what route these guys take. And Bruce, if you're talking with Ryan Reynolds. Feel free to let him know he's welcome on our podcast anytime. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to his people. And let, <laughs> let them know. <laughs> awesome. All right, thanks so much, Bruce. We'll All right, guys, soon. have a good night, eh? Thank, Thank you. you. Talk to you. Bye. All right, take care. So one takeaway I have there is perhaps we should be buying our jerseys now, in case Reynolds takes over this team and there's a sudden shortage, or no. Well, what other jersey you want to see Anderson? Yes, that's right. <laughs> now I'm kind of thinking Stitzler, even though I have a white one. Don't forget that they're changing after next season. Well, they're going to add a logo. What? They're going to add like probably a logo. No, Adidas it. is gone. Oh, uh, who is the new supplier? It hasn't been announced yet. Oh, Starter's been doing a lot of stuff though. Interesting. I didn't even know Starter was still a company. No, they've been making. Like they aren't, aren't, they still nice making the, aren't they still making the NH, uh, NFLs? I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Hmm. Let's go. You make a good point. Maybe we should go ahead and get the one we're really looking for. Mine would be a Stutzla, but I have all the sweaters I really need. At oh, the moment, well, at least. Again, yeah. We'll see what it changes. I have the original black, white, and the second. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to deviate much from what it is now. They shouldn't. A 15 year aviation gin logo on there. Except now that. Oh, yeah, there's going to be logos all over the thing. What do you think that we didn't get a uh, jersey logo yet? Yeah, that could be the jersey logo. What? Think about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That would work. True. Connexus or whatever. I think they, they signed a long term deal for the, for the helmets. helmets. Yeah. What are they, Connexus? Uh, I don't know. IT some security? Tech, some no. No? Some tech I company. They were. Okay. It's, it's local. It's right by the... Uh, Tanger. Tanger. Oh, okay. Also next to the CTC. Across the... Okay, fair enough. It shows sure. you what advertising does. Like, what do they do? Don't know. 
But I know the name. Well, that happens all the time when you hear name after name after name. You say, oh, I hear that name all the time, but I have no idea what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like drug ads in the US. Oh, I've heard of all these pharmaceuticals, but I have abs- I'm supposed to talk to my doctor about all of them. I don't know if they're for earwax or for like lazy eye syndrome or something wrong with my kidneys. I just know that I need it. Yeah, I'm supposed to talk to my doctor about these 17 different things and maybe it's right for me. No, 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 sir. You don't have any of those problems. Are you sure? (laughs) The people look so happy in the You have forgotten that that's an American doctor. She gets comped on the the script. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll be just fine. How many of do you want? Yeah. You got insurance, right? Who cares? Exactly. We talked a little Freedom. bit. <laughs> no. That's to, today's the anniversary of the invocation of the uh, Emergencies Act, which was why there was such a police presence in downtown. Oh, yes. And this weekend is the uh, anniversary of them being cleared away. Which, if you recall, last year I was away that weekend. I was away the weekend they arrived, and I was away the le- weekend they were finally cleared out. But I was just happy to have them gone. Are you going to walk outside and extend horses. your middle fingers in the air? And well, apparently there's a total of like 24 people that went this weekend. Yeah. Um, there's only one Jason Spezza. That one got more. I think our Rick Astley protest in uh, 1993 got more, or 1992. He was here on for a concert, and a bunch of us decided we really didn't like him, so we went up and protested Rick Astley on Parliament Hill. <laughs> Come on. That's what, what university students do. Yeah. He's never going to give you up. Uh, we let uh, you down. We go, he's, he did let us down because he came here. Anyway. But um, did he desert you? Yes. And rolled us, no less. Anyway, <laughs> lots, of, <laughs> lots of senators' news, I don't want to say off-ice, but away from game stores. There's a lot of different things. Some of it definitely is off-ice stuff. But in the last month, quite a bit has gone on. Yeah. Do we want to re- read that email from... Uh... Oh, do you want me to read TBA? that first? Okay, yeah, since that we first. just did the game recaps a few minutes ago. Very well. This is from a uh, longtime contributor and sometimes guest of the show, Todd Van Allen. Hey, lads. Great show as always. I got to thinking recently about our little purple patch we have going on right now. I thought about this. After embarrassing the Leafs on their home patch, then in a CTC crawling with Hab fans, slapping the Canadian like they were Chris Rock in a tuxedo, and then going to Montreal and taking their hopes of a redemption win and breaking those in front of them like a bad father with a snapped-in-half baby Yoda doll in front of his crying child. All these wins had one thing in common. We got to do them in front of a large numbers of opposing fans, believing they were in for an easy win, and they got nothing. Sensed. Get it right up, yeah? Feels good, doesn't it? Stay safe, stay sane, stay awesome, guys. TVA. Excellent. It's true. There's, there were just, so many Montreal fans at that game. So there, are, there are a few things better than being in a building with a lot of opposing fans and watching that team lose. Mm-hmm. Now. Rick Axley concert. <laughs> well, that's just losing. <laughs> um. Very true, though. I've been I've been to a couple of Leafs games where we won. Um, not in the past few years, but I have. I was like, okay. There's almost a bit of trepidation it's, it's, in walking out of our own building. Relief. It's, 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 it's not relief. Really, it's relief. It's relief. Yeah. Like, oh. And if we lose, it's all outrage. Well, the, the problem is the one where we won, there were four or five uh, Leafers walking out behind us that were looking to fight somebody. They were, they were talking amongst themselves trying to find a target. How many lanes are in your highway? <laughs> Well, they were they were annoyed, so they wanted to find somebody they could uh, pick a fight with. Really? That's how much testosterone you have and how few brain cells. Okay. 
Good job. You set you set such a fine example of a fan of your team. You really do. It's it's really astonishing. But sends news sort of off the ice, but lots of things to talk about because we haven't been here for a month, and quite a lot has actually happened. Yep. In the last month, uh, number one, we talked about it briefly. Josh Norris is out for the rest of the season for surgery. He rehabbed and rehabbed and rehabbed. Came back for three games, and he's gone. Yep. That's it. Uh, fire the whole doctor team. Not well, well fire everyone. Fire everyone. Like, this is the fire third? Fire everything? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Star Trek movie? It's like okay. that old commercial. Throw back everything! Uh, this is the third player now that's come back from shoulder injury and had to leave. It, it happened to Pinto, happened to Norris, and I feel like there's someone else that happened to. Norris again. Norris again, maybe. Well, uh... Grieg has a shoulder issue, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he went for surgery, did he not? Mm. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think he did. Though. I think he did. I think he went. That's why he missed so much of last season because he just went, okay, get it done. Now, I don't know whether it was player decision, medical team decision, joint decision, whatever, to go with rehab rather than surgery so that he might be able to play later in the season. Um, Bruce said on TV he spoke to five different doctors and specialists and they all said that this should work and i guess the consensus the consensus was it's that rehab should work okay well it didn't unfortunately yeah because the player was hey unlike in with um jack eichel the team gave him the option Mm -hmm. if he didn't want the surgery opposite of eichel but he didn't want the surgery okay well then you're gonna rehab it and we'll see because at least they're giving him consent instead of... Because they can force to have the surgery if they choose to. Wow. Right? Because they're not going to pay you. We have a way out. Insurance is going to stop pay- paying. Which it is what it is, right? It's part. I think that's part of the agreement. Hmm. Well, he's gone for the rest of the year, but should be ready to play in the fall, we hope. Correct. We hope. Yeah. Because he's already had the surgery. It'll be like three months. I don't know what month we're in now. We're at month five. So, yeah, so he'll probably have a fairly good summer. Mm-hmm. And hopefully back in the fall and be able to play. So, yep. not great news. But there's been a lot of injury news. This team is <laughs> this cursed. Team, especially goalies. I don't even know what happened to... Um, Talbot. Talbot, yeah. Groin, I think. Groin or knee or so, something. And like he's that. not back, due back for I think he's already skating, though. Oh, is it still two weeks? Yes. That's f- yeah. I'm fine with that, man. I'm fine with that because this helps make decisions. Well, it also helps. You know, he'll be back before the trade deadline, so if they can get something for him. Really? I, th- I think so. Yeah. That's, that's right. So what? Two weeks until then? Two, three weeks? Three weeks. Two really? You want to wave Talbot? I don't want to wave him. No, I want to trade him. Trade him for a third. You can get a third for me easy. He's a pending UFA. Trade him. You don't want to sign him for another year? No. So, well, sorry. Because he's not part of the Correction. Future. It depends how Solgard looks like for the rest of this year. Because you can go back with Solgard Forsberg. You're set. Marilining comes back from overseas. You have him with uh, with Mandelisi in Belleville. Belleville. You're fine. Maybe draft another guy this year. Draft another guy this year, and and I would also consider signing another backup plan, like we did with uh, Bebo, who has just been hurt all year. 
Well, you need an ECHL goalie anyways. Yeah. Um, and Ma- Ma- Mando's either passed that or released him. He played very well, though. I was I was surprised as to how well he played. Well, now, it could be adrenaline, too. I was so going to say, it could be first couple of games adrenaline. That's like Ridley, Greg has sort of fallen off the radar in the last game or two. Yeah. So, not, not that he's playing badly. He's just not noticeable for what he's doing. Pinto. Pinto comes and goes. So... I'm I'm fine with Talbot being uh, traded at the deadline. If he's not, I'm fine with that too. Resign him for next year. I would like to look around and see what the other possibilities are. I would not first. Cor- yeah. So I'm not running to sign him at this. No. I was a month ago. Matt Murray might be available. No, I was I was a month ago. He's already on payroll. Hey. I are. No, he's still being paid no, by the team. We're still paying 50% of his salary. 25. 25. Oh, our payroll. Yes. Yeah. I, pro- I promise you it will all be worth it in the end. I promise you that. Well, as long as he helps them in Montreal. Or as long as he helps the Leafs lose in the first round. Exactly. Oh, that's fine. Nick Paul goal. Yeah. <laughs> Sink him. That could be fun. That was worth the trade um, right there. Um, where, where were we? we so, were yeah. So, about. I wouldn't rush just re-sign Cam Talbot. I think he's going to have limited options anyways, to be honest with you. Like, maybe LA is a backup or something like that. And it but also, it depends. If, how's Forsberg going to be? Well, I was going to say Forsberg with two damaged he MCLs. He might be done. Well, mm-hmm. he's 30. I'm surprised by that. Um, with two damaged MCLs. Like, okay. Well, we'll see what he's like over the summer. Yeah, he might be done or he might be bad. Or they need yeah. the doctor for the Kansas City Chiefs who uh, shot up. Uh, Mahomes, Mahomes with something to make him go wild. from that was unbelievable. limping like almost unable to walk off the field. Then he jogs back on at the beginning of the second half and like rushes and yeah, yeah, just crazy. But how many years did that take off the end of his career? Uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, at least, at least he's got a finger to put a ring on. He's got two of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sanderson is out for another ten to two, ten days to two weeks. Yep. His injury was got checked into the boards. Yeah, hyperextended. Oh, ouch! Now, for the people who weren't in this room and couldn't see it, you hyperextended your neck backwards. Ouch! Well, that's my back, but yeah. Okay, that's not Oops. good. That's not good. So we'll see how that works out too. Because right, who was uh, who was the defenseman that was called up and playing? Lar- Larson. Larson. Sure. Okay. I don't think it should have been him, to be honest. Well, sorry, no, he's a left hand shot in both the JBD and uh, Lassie Thompson. Thompson. Or, or right, yeah. What about Maxis, Max uh, Max Max I don't. That's think the one he played. He how many games not, a couple of years ago and has not been back since? That's what I'm wondering about. I think he fell off. I guess so. Did he fell off or is he hurt? He might be hurt. Maybe he's hurt. Though. Everybody's hurt down there. Right? Well, everybody's hurt all over the place, including the coach. Everybody cries. Everybody hurts. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm glad somebody got the REM reference there. Thank you. Um, but the biggest news to come out of Belleville was not all these people being um, brought up and sent down and changing all around and who's the goalie down there and everything else. This would be about two weeks ago. The news came out out of the blue that Troy Mann, it came out at night too. It was about 8 o'clock at night or 8.30 yeah, at night. they had a game the next day. Um, that a news release was put out by the Ottawa Senators that Troy Mann had been relieved of his duties as head coach in Belleville, effective immediately. 
And everyone, I mean, my reaction seemed to echo everybody else was, number one, what? And number two, why? And the why seems to have come out that he gave another NHL team. Well, there's, there's there's a whole bunch of issues. Oh, all right. So, Rim, and uh, what's his name that's in Chicago now? Luke Player? Richardson. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, just like Luke Richardson, he was running his own system. So, when players are coming up, they didn't know what the hell they're supposed to do. We had that. I think that was with Guy Boucher and Luke Richardson. I can't remember when Luke Richardson left. It was either him or Paul McLean. And they were running two different systems. So players would get called up, they'd look okay for a bit, and then maybe like fall right off because they weren't used to the systems. Oh, that's I didn't I hadn't heard that one. That's an issue for sure. We have systems? Yeah. Chase it. Oh. Okay. Um Chase the play too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's that there's there was bad communication between We'll just say the main club. And the farm team. And the farm team, specifically to him. And then the allegations that may or may not be proven that you were talking about. Giving a pre-scout to another NHL team. Yep. So if that's the case, it's an automatic firing. Yeah. That's sharing confidential information with a competitor. Any company in the world would do that. Now, was he that great at developing players? Seems to have done pretty well with a fair number of them. Well, there was praise for him early on. I didn't hear too much lately. Like, like who? who? Norris, he was San Jose. Was Batherson, Formanton. Batherson, Formanton was a second round pick. Developed into a very good NHL player. Okay. Or did he just have the talent to be a very good NHL player? You can have all the talent because we, we haven't really had any of these. The other thing is, I think like in, in, yes, there's been a lot of injuries and whatever. Belleville's not doing well. No, they haven't done well in a couple of years, but they've been constantly raided for players, like on an ongoing basis. And they've had their own. At one point earlier this year, they had eleven players of their own injured. Plus, they had other players on loan to Ottawa to fill injury replacement up here. Yeah. You can't win with a team of ECHLers and ATOPTOs in the AHL. You can't. But if you could think of the money, you could save. Well, it would certainly be an in- <laughs> Those days are <laughs> over now. You would certainly be the coach of the year if you managed to pull that off. Um, and the GM of the year probably too. But, but if, okay. So how are Lassie Thompson and JBD going? They may not be NHLers, and that's not. I mean, how is um, Lafreniere doing? Number one overall pick, healthy scratch, healthy scratch. He's finally starting to pick it up, but but he's a number one overall pick, not a first round pick. Not every first round. Well, who else would you have picked instead of him? He's no Brian Lee, that's for sure. (sighs) Nice, but Alexander Digg. Alex Digla. At least that one made sense. Brian Lee didn't. Hmm. Brian Lee wasn't a first overall pick, though. No, but he could have had Kopitar went right after him. I'm just saying. Um, 
I don't. I mean, Lassie Thompson has been in the AHL for an awfully long time. I think he may just not pan out. JBD still hopeful, but Lassie Thompson, I'm kind of like, I don't think he's going to pan out. Yeah, they're both 21, 22. So yeah. I think there's still time, but it's just it happens. Not every not every pick develops to be an NHL player. Just like sometimes you'll find a, a fifth or a sixth that does. I don't really find that he. The results haven't been outstanding, to be honest with you, out no. of the AHL. No. So, is it this big of a deal? I know that the radio is saying that he should be the coach up here. No, no. But man, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that he. And, I don't think he's earned to be the coach up here just because he's somebody says that. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not yep, at all. Yep. 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 Okay. Consider the source. <laughs> and then the other argument that it's like, well, he's Trent Man's brother, so that's got to be awkward. He was and hired before. Maybe Trent. they fired him because they were hoping that Trent Man would resign and they wouldn't have to pay Trent Man. What? Where did you find a conspiracy theory like that? Hold on, let me just disconnect my internet and I'll let you know. <clears throat> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's up there. That's that's ridiculous. Number one, Troy. You, I don't think Troy Mann deserves to be the coach of the Ottawa Senators. No, I don't. Not just because he's the coach down there. Could you consider him? Sure. But I'd have to see who else was being looked at. I don't consider him to be a strong contender for that job if Smith is, is gone. Um, the fact He also that, interviewed at the same time as DJ Smith. Which which man brother was hired first? That I don't know. I, I think, think it, it might have been Troy. at the same time. I think Troy was, was Troy? hired first, yeah. Now, the other thing is, if if you're working with your brother, one's an eight year, well, not AGM, a player development, the other one's a coach, you know what? Someone's going to get fired at some point. In this business, you're both going to get fired at some point. One of them probably not at the same time as the other. Unless you're DJ Smith. Not DJ's calling anyway. They're they're they're, it's, they're gonna clean slate whenever there's new ownership. Oh, oh I I imagine so. Can we keep can we keep Pierre Dorian as like head scout? He's really good at that. What, does he want to stay head scout? I don't, I don't think know. He would. I don't think he I would. I don't think he would. But I I would like to keep him around for his draft knowledge and wisdom and being really good at it because he has been even before he now was this, the GM. This might be when Trent Mann sticks around. He might Maybe. be the one that stays. Yep. Or, um, 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 um. Oh, bonus. Bonus. Yeah, I was going to say, I've Rick Bonus's liked, brother, or son. Son, yeah. Yeah. They may keep both of them if because they're, they're both Tennessee, good. be the brother and the son. They're both good at what they do. So, we'll see. They're both yeah. very so, talented. Anyways, I think it's all overblown because it's a minor league coach. No offense, they're a dime a dozen. Well, they're certainly replaceable. And... The output hasn't been that great, in my opinion. I don't think anybody... So, I, don't, I don't think the best coach in the world would have made Belleville a winning team in the last three seasons. Not with the circumstances no, they had to play through. but even at that, like, Sokolov... Again, not necessarily... I'm, how, many team, how many players do you think should develop out of, out of every draft? Mm-hmm. If you get one. That's a pretty good ratio. You get one NHL player, maybe two per year. I don't think you can expect more than that. So there's a lot of players who have come up who have been successful on one level or another. But mm-hmm. I don't think you I don't think there's any expectation 
with even a modicum of reality that this is a first-round pick they should play in the NHL. Well, then just put them in there. Well, they're not good enough. Exactly. I, I did not finish the whole series, but I know, Pan, you watched through the Welcome to Wrexham. How did you not finish that? I've only seen a couple episodes. They're He's long. been traveling, They're too. long. Uh, interesting, but they're long. It's a great what was the first thing that that uh, the ownership group under Reynolds and McElhoney changed on the team? It was a coach. Yep. And they just went out and got just another body because you know they just need to change, matter. right? It doesn't matter. Coach right? doesn't play the game, right? He's not going to score yeah. the fifty goals. No, they went and they hired someone from the leagues above them, didn't they? Yeah, big name had to go back several times to convince them, overpay, and got him in. So you want Bruce Boudreau? I want a name. Bruce Boudreau would be an would be an episode on its own in the documentary. So he kind of pays for himself, to be honest. <laughs> no, but with this team, I really like the idea of Barry Trotz. The way that he that he coached the Islanders and the systems that he used of just wave offense, five-man unit, and just wave after wave after wave. I think with the guys that we have, that would work really well. Has potential. And it, it did work very well in with the Islanders. For a while, Luge, yeah. Lose, well, just the last last season, they didn't have a home rink. So they're on the road for like six weeks, and then they all had COVID. So mm-hmm. it killed their season, but Lou fired them anyways because Lou's Lou. No, I was going to say, it's not an excuse for anything else. It's not an excuse. It wasn't an excuse for Ottawa being able to like not play games. And where is Barry now? He's in limbo making $5 million a yeah. year. But this is the last year of it. Yeah. So come the, come well, end of season. July. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this, the draft starts this season. No, the season no, the starts draft July ends 1st. The season. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Is Barry Trotz a Deadpool fan? Or insert other <laughs> Ryan Reynolds movie. Google reference. that and find out, I suppose. Is Barry Trotz. Ask Chat GPT. Yeah. <laughs> right. Answer this question in the form in the in the form of an, a grade eight essay. Yeah. <laughs> That's some wild stuff. That's crazy. I don't know. This is scintillating, but not very. Are you interesting. actually googling that? There wasn't anything of true value. There you go. Hmm. Moving on then. Um. Other news, the Islanders game, the first Islanders game, not the recent one, but the first Islanders game, um, the one that was Ridley Gregg's uh, first NHL game, mm-hmm. number one, it was his father's 53rd birthday, mm. and number two, it was the first time in Ottawa Senators team history that three first-round picks by the team in the same draft played in the same game, Oh, because they were all drafted in the same same year, and they were all first-round picks in the same year. And they were the only other time that we had. Oh, well, it's, I was going to say it's Stutzla, Sanderson, and Greek, and Greek, Greg, Greg, Greg. This is the Greg? first Greg, 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 no, Greg, Claude, Claude. Claude? Yeah, don't start. Claude, don't start. Look at it; might open a beer. <laughs> I'll open it in your lap this time. Um, interesting news. But like, hmm? what other times have we had three first round picks? Well, we haven't. Pumple. 
Oh, but we traded like Nason, Nason, and Prince. No, Prince was a second round pick. No, Pump. <laughs> what he was? <laughs> I was thinking of the artist. I'm like, what? <laughs> Pumple Nason. There was a third that Who year, was wasn't the there? Other one? Ooh. Uh, Jacob Silveru. You can look that one up. We'll get, while while you're doing that, I'll just go on to something else. Oops. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no no no. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd erase something there. Fortunately, I did not. Um, on January twenty fourth, uh, this is a serious note. Um, yes, it is. On January twenty fourth, Sen's assistant coach, I believe he's the video coach, Bob Jones, mm. went public with a diagnosis of ALS more commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And the team um, acknowledged it and that he is going to continue to work as long as he is able to and they will support him how they can. And in an interview, he said, well, it's important that people know that this is still something that people suffer from. It's not, this isn't something in the past and it's not something that has a specific sort of... um, like a, a pre, a, not preconceived condition, but, you know. They're, pre-existing. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. They're like pre-existing circumstances because, I mean, you know, he's been reasonably healthy and working all his life, and suddenly this is what he's facing. So yeah. he's doing it publicly to keep that sort of thing on people's minds. I mean, number one, very brave to go public with something, well, let's be honest, fatal. And doesn't your body basically start shutting down, but your brain doesn't? So your, your brain is still completely active, but your body shuts down around it, yes. And eventually it shuts down so much that, you know, your heart and lungs stop. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Not a fun not a fun future, to be certain. But he went public with it, and the team and the, and the players were all super supportive, which I thought was pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. Just one, I, I just going over some of my game notes. Um, the one I really wanted to go back to, there were some pretty good, uh, some pretty amazing goals in the last month. Zabanajad. There we go. Thank you. So, so he was fifth. Manamana. <laughs> sixth. Sixth. And then Pumple and Nason were fairly close together in the teens. Yeah, but they were lower. They were in the teens or in the 20s? Pumple is 24. Nason is 21. Okay. Wonder if they ever played together. Clearly not, yeah. Clearly not. Um, my favorite goal over the past month since we were last year would have been the Claude Giroux, I'm gonna deke this guy out of his skates goal against the Leafs. That one was just it was so Oh, I've got this. You don't even know what's about to happen to you, son, but watch this. Deke They were Fantastic. <laughs> like the, these are the things like with more consistency, with better team defense, with better defensemen, consistent goaltending, better coaching. Better coaching. They're so close. All they need are those eight things. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> Without injuries mm-hmm. at all. Zero injuries. Hmm. One other little piece of trivia. There are four players, it's pretty easy to realize who they are. There are four players on the Ottawa Senators who all had dads who played in the NHL. Mm-hmm. But the neat part of it is the dads were all drafted in the same year. Oh. 
I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that Norris, Sanderson, Kachuk, and Greg all had fathers who had played in the NHL, but I didn't realize that all the dads had been drafted in the same year. The players weren't, because they were differing ages, but the dads were. I'm like, wow. Are they lockout babies? Uh, they might be. This is going to be gross. I'm going to find out when... We'll figure that one out later. When Keith Kachuk bangs. <laughs> one little... One little piece of trivia to go back to one of the potential ownership bids that Bruce was mentioning when we had him on earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael Anlauer, who's one of the, he's the one who owns the trucking company and among other things. Um, He is part owner. He's a very small part owner of the Habs. And he's also the owner of the Hamilton Bulldogs of the AHL. The Bulldogs just got moved. No, they didn't get moved. They got kicked out. Oh. The city of Hamilton told all the teams that play in the first Ontario place, a.k.a. Cops Coliseum, um, the city of Hamilton decided rather than pull an MSG and we're going to renovate while events still go on, nope, we're closing the building for two years to renovate it, get out. You are out at the end of this season. So both the Bulldogs and the Toronto Rock, the lacrosse team, um, have to find a new home. Hmm. And Michael Anlauer is the owner of the Hamilton Bulldogs, and he has moved them to Brantford, <laughs> to a very small, older, I think the arena is only about 4,500 seats. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm of an age <laughs> where I can remember the Brantford Alexanders, who played in the OHL. So it is a rink that hosted OHL games like 35 years ago, but he's moving them there. And um, they may not go back to Hamilton because Hamilton just said, yeah, get out. We don't care what happens. Why would you? Well. Why would you? Bigger bigger building with more revenue possible. But. 20 bucks. Bit of a. Bit of a. Bit of a. It's a loyalty issue at this point. Yes. Bit of a. Bit of a move by the city of Hamilton to say, yeah, get out. We don't care. No, Ottawa did the same thing with the. uh, Well, actually, no, Ottawa didn't. Well, I suppose it was the city of Ottawa did it when Lansdowne was being redeveloped. We didn't. Did we even have a team at that point? Yes. Yeah, the Ottawa 67s. Yeah, but they oh, let them play at the yeah. CTC, and they played out at the Canadian Tire Center to nobody. Yeah, they they blew that one. Well, where else would they have moved to? Got to know. Well, the Olympics. The Olympic play in the Bob. Well, it doesn't matter to them for these playoffs, does it? The 67s are playing the playoffs, and you got no. Because they already booked for uh, the World oh, Curling Tournament. Oh, the World Curling Tournament, yes. But there's a difference between playing the playoffs and playing an entire season over there. Big difference. And it would have been the Bob, not in the Slush, Slush Puppy, Puppy Center. Yes. And I mean, the Bob was a great arena. It was a very entertaining place to watch hockey, but it's all—it's a very small ice surface. It's yeah, smaller no, than regulation. It's... Gonna shoot myself in the face saying this and make myself a hypocrite. But there's a difference between the Glebe and Canada. That's very far apart. So for the fan base. Yeah, one's central and one isn't. Now, still made total sense. And who benefited from the whole reconstruction of Lansdowne? OSEG. I was going to say OSEG. Who, so did, did they get kicked out or did they agree to it because they saw the long-term Benefit. They well. They they benefited from it themselves. They didn't get kicked out by the city of Ottawa. Just the building was closed for renovations, which OSEG was coordinating. So it's not the same thing as Hamilton. No, no, no. Nope. But still, 
Um, anything else, Senators, you want to talk about? It's getting a little late. But I, got a, I got a few quick things to yeah, talk about. Ahead. Not a whole lot. Um, number one, um, I didn't realize Gino Ojek was from Manawaki. I did not know that. I, I knew he was that. First Nations. So. Uh, on the 16th, unfortunately, uh, Gino Ojek died from a rare heart uh, condition. Yeah. He was 52. Yeah. You know what that is? That's younger than you. Is. That's younger than I am. Yeah. And you know, that that honestly was sobering. It's like, oh. Yeah. But I had no idea who was from Manawaki. I had, I had never, never realized that. It's part of, well, obviously that's the team that got me into hockey. With the Canucks in the ninety in ninety four, ah. right? So that's okay, a, yeah, it's sad to see him go. Surprise, especially at a young age. Um, Vancouver has fired Boos Brudeau and and uh, what hired. a what a schmozzle. That was a big schmozzle. It's like, yeah, well, we're we, yeah, you're kind of fired, but we're not firing you yet because the new guy isn't here yet. So uh, yeah, keep coaching for another few games. But everybody already knows that he's coming to town. Yep, that Just was handled awful. so poorly. And then they traded so the poorly. captain and. Yeah, that was not that was not professional. He didn't want to be here. A <laughs> couple of uh, recent trades: Bo Horvat to the Islanders. That was a big one because he's yeah. also re-upped with them. Yeah, eight for a lot. Eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. And of course, so you're gonna and, bitch about the Brinkhead at nine? Well, everyone, uh, not everyone. I was gonna say as soon as that happened. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on to Twitter and watch everybody say, well, you're not getting to Brinkhead for eight and a half if he signed for eight and a quarter. And sure enough, thank you for not disappointing me sends negativity on Twitter. You live down to my expectations yet again. Well, I'm starting to even see it's like, we don't need Ryan Reynolds. That's too much attention. Yeah. Why? Because nobody will be atten- paying attention to your so negativity on I, Twitter? No, it's just like, I need more people to... It's like the Sens are just, they're, they're overlooked and everything. I need more attention on the Sens. No, not that much. Right. Well, not, not him. I want something else. Give me options. Give me options. I want other options. Oh. Um, Tarasenko to the Rangers. That was an yep. interesting Rental. Trade. Rental. Yeah, because he's a pending UFA, is he yep. not? And yep. he's having a great half- move by the Rangers. And he's having a half decent season after a very bad, like, not no, last stellar. year he was amazing. The year before that was his whole like trade me and don't trust your. Oh, last year was okay. okay I'm yeah, getting the year screwed up. Seattle please. didn't take him. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, because they because right. they released that's him right. for for that they didn't take him. Because what's his name's an idiot. Yeah, they didn't well, take Price either. I was gonna say Ron Francis didn't have a good first season, but he's his team's having a pretty good second one. Well, it's a bad division. It's, they're a, t- in. it's a bad division. I was right about to ask you. I was like, hey, can we go to Vegas for first? No, we just booked. <laughs> well, I think you just spent <laughs> your dummy. money. Absolute dummy. That's uh, all right. Yeah, it's not been a great year this year. No? Well, just 30 po- 11 goals, 19 assists in 40 games. Minus 17. Yeah, but the but minus, it's, it's, minus it's 17 is the team he's playing on, not necessarily his staff. Um, I... I don't know where I pulled this little tidbit out of. I think it was on the radio a few These weeks are fun, ago. Th- those are fun trades, though. Yeah, they're interesting. Um, Wes McCauley, who's a longtime uh, NHL referee, he was drafted 150th overall in 1990 by Detroit. In 1990, he's a 21. That's like seventh round? Sixth Drafted 150th. So he would have been a late round, like sixth or seventh round pick. Yeah. 
but he was actually a hockey player who got a drafted. Lo- a lot of them are. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Paul Stewart actually played, I think. Did he? Yeah. I remember him. And my my last little note, mm-hmm. um, there have been a couple of blockbuster trades in the NBA lately. Yeah, two of them, uh, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Kevin Durant. By the way, Kyrie doesn't pronounce his name properly. The proper way to pronounce that word is Kyrie. Huh. It's Latin. It's not Kyrie. It's Kyrie. You tell him. <laughs> anyway, his trade. Included, among other things, a first round, well, it was four first round picks. So you'd think, oh, 23, 24, 25, 26? Nope. I believe it's 29, 28, 26, and 25. A 2029. Yep. First round pick. That's what we call the other guy's problem. You see, I'm really, there are rules in the the NHL. You can't go out that far? Yeah. That's a good thing. That's saving general managers from themselves, just like a salary cap is. Well, no, from them, themselves, but yeah. from the next guy or the previous guy. Yeah, saving them. Well, okay, saving them from the previous guy. Well, you're, you're going to sabotage your team and try and save your job. Okay, fair enough. So you're saving the next GM from this guy. Yep. Now, I don't think there's, there's been any of the trades on the two defensemen right now because uh, Jacob Chikrin is no longer... He's benched. He's benched. He's, he's yeah. healthy scratch. There's a couple of weeks before the deadline. Yep, like... Weird. You, can't, you can't bench him forever, right? It's weird. I figured today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. And, and then Columbus has done the same with, uh, what's his name? Gavrikov. Columbus. Oh, I thought you were going to go to Minnesota. Okay. No, I don't think Minnesota's doing that too, but no, they Columbus is, is healthy scratching a guy until he gets traded too. Huh? Well. Another pending UFA. He's an okay defenseman. I'd take him in the summer. Perfect. Yep. <sighs> Uh, that's all I have for uh, yep. news. Oh, and, and then of course bits. the other thing that Elliot Freeman came out with is um, there won't be no, uh, negotiations with DeBrincat until new ownerships and fine. Yeah, people are freaking out about that. See, this is at least a seventy-two million dollar. Yeah, this is a deal. massive, massive deal. You'd think the new owners would want to have a say on it. Or more maybe importantly, the they, limelight of signing it as when you get the team. Or, As you trade for Eric Carlson. Or or simply the, um, this is too big a decision to be made with the sale of the team pending. It should be, it it impact, should be put it off. It actually impacts the value. Yeah, it should be put off because it impacts the value of the team and it may not impact it positively if we make it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Let them make it. Yeah. I. This is where common sense seems to fly in the face of people's emotions. Like, it's the right thing to do. Not that I know anything about this. Stop. The right thing to do. Period. That's it. I know people that go to a hockey game and when the goalie gets the puck, they yell, shoot! I do it because it's... Entertaining. It gets the people moving. The people in front of me really don't like it when I do that. (laughs) You've noticed that too, haven't you? (laughs) Like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? (laughs) And ask you the same thing when you yell, shoot. Well, you know what he should do, so why I'm just telling the goalie to do it. Yeah. It makes as much sense as when you yell, shoot. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Derp. Derp. There's a lot of that these yeah, days. I scream it. So that's yes, it. I know. Anything else? Nope. 
Okay. We 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 can't. So we we forgot to look at our schedules. Yeah, we did. Now, is there a chance that the team is going to make it in the playoffs? Number one again. I hope not. Not because we just booked Florida. Um. Oh well, sucks to be you. But remainder. Uh, uh, uh. We'll we'll take a look at our schedules and hopefully we'll get back to you by May. Um, yeah, I know. I know. We're we're. Now, I'm on vacation as of next week, so the chance, uh, or sort of mid next week, so it's three games. The opportunity to record early next week on only a couple of games exists, but do I you don't. Have mo- do you have Monday off? Of course I do. It's family day. Well, you. I forgot about that too. Okay. The game's at one, so we can record that night. Actually, possibly we'll see. There you go. So week ahead. If that, or yeah, a couple, couple of games and we're back. Kent, yeah, why not? Or average things out. Or I'm going out to uh, going up to the cottage to fish, snowmobile, and generally disconnect from the insanity of this world for ten days. Sure. So we can. And I'm looking keep forward. your eyes out for balloons. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> timber wolves. Friday, Chris Neal night. Yes, I Chicago. presume. You, I presume you're going. Yep. Do you have a Chris um, Neal sweater? I do not. And that's okay. Um, Do you? Nope. The only named sweaters I have are I have two Daniel Alfredsons and one Mark Mathot. The rest of them are blank. Yeah, I have the blank for the third jersey. I'm kind of okay with it. Third jersey for the er, reverse retro? Yeah, the retro? reverse retro, sorry. The, new, the current one, which is with the swoop, that's not exciting at all. Oh, it's not bad. Why'd you buy it? <laughs> Impulse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so that's so if you're going to the game be at your seat by six they have not done a very good job of advertising that cut, cut them off okay and then sunday yep no cuts no cuts <laughs> you did <laughs> warn us that might happen <laughs> yep sunday at two because why not uh st louis and then monday at one we're in boston Yeah. So, okay, he's dead. No, I'm back. He's back. Yeah, it didn't even take him three days. No, you said it'd be at least ten minutes. I said two Two. or three. That was an easy one. Mm. She said. Was it? Mm -hmm. No, she said that was a small one. (laughs) That might be easy, though. You never know. Wouldn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's grind gears and get out of here. All right. You know what really grinds my gears? Go ahead, Pan. Well, okay, I'll go. While you you're have looking. one listed. I, I no, forgot to write one. He down. has a list. I had to think one up. Uh, fake oh. news. In the sense grinds of? Grinds my gears. Uh, I'm seeing a lot <laughs> of it you now. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of it now. And uh, distractionary news. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But there's clearly stuff going on out there that's got to be like, like there's just too much noise out there that people are passing as news. And oh, absolutely! Like the and weather balloons. When when you're saying fake news, you're talking about like something. stuff happens, but then there's like a bunch of distraction stuff about that thing. I don't know. It's just it, things it's being some, overblown and hyped as a means of not talking about something else. It seems like that's going on. Yeah, I can't put my finger on it. I'm not going to get all conspiracy theory because it's just not me. But I can definitely see how there's got to be something going on in the distraction area world. Well, I'd say there are a lot of things going on in the distraction. It's area. not new. 
No, it's still annoying. But it seems to be a lot more prevalent lately. I just, yeah, it's just very annoying. I'll give you that. Absolutely it is. Um, Mine's a little bit similar to that. Go ahead. So I nicknamed it Andrew Tate. But <coughs> what this is, is people's reaction. And I really felt this after uh, Troy Mann got fired. It's people's immediate reaction of defending whoever was wronged. So Andrew Tate got arrested, which was hilarious as to what happened with that one. Um, are you familiar with this? Nope. I, I wasn't familiar with who he is yep, until just, his arrest happened, and then he was also denied bail twice already. Yeah. So and just everybody jumping to his defense. Well, his blindly, fans. his fans. I've were. never seen this many blue check marks because that's the type of person that would pay the eight dollars for the blue check mark. Just back him immediately. But he's the kind of person that gets that cult-like following because he Correct. really likes to spout off what a very specific segment of the population wants to hear, and they will defend it because they don't want him to be silenced because they like hearing it. Yep. And he's legitimate. He's big. He he's he's a he's a really good spokesman. Um, well, that's one word for it. Yeah, I agree. So, I, and I saw a lot of that with the Troy Man stuff. Like you guys don't know. Nobody really knows. No. But oh, he like, got fired because the coach was scared for his job. Yeah. He was a threat to DJ, so the GM fired him. What? Wow, that's. That's beyond anorexically thin. Like that's, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but... That's such a tangent. You really think that was what the new ownership group was going to come in? So, yeah, yeah, bring him up. Mm, I'm going to go with no. Yeah, I just spent a billion dollars. Please give me the cheapest opportunity. Yeah, well, you just spent your money. You yes, but I want a return on my investment now. I want it to win, not I want it to be cheap. Well, the coach doesn't score the goals, right? Nope, just sets up for success. Um, I didn't write anything down, unfortunately. I had a number of ideas this week, but usually I get them while I'm doing something else. Driving. Sometimes. Sometimes. I've had a few of them that were driving things now and then. Um, I've, I've got to the point where I number, I now count the number of cars that I see when I'm driving at night. I count the number of cars I see driving without their lights on. Oh, that's a good one. Or leaving the, uh, just the daytime running lights on, right? Yeah, they don't, they don't turn their lights on. So because their dashboard lights up. Yes. So they think their lights are on. They don't think about turning them on. So they're, they have some headlight, but I mean, streets are lit. You don't need them. Right. But no taillights, no turn, you know, nothing. I've been caught by that once when I was parked for a while. And you know, when you're parked, your daylights are still on. So I turned them off. So I'd stop, uh, shine my lights in the building or whatever in front of Mm -hmm. being parked. And then. When I go pull off, I forgot. And I get down the road like, oh, crap, and turn back on. I did it I did it myself. I did the exact same thing. I turned my lights off because I was stopped. And I, I put my handbrake off so my headlights came on. And in first gear, and I drove probably 50 meters through a parking lot. I'm like, wait. And I, I guess my peripheral vision suddenly looked down, and my dashboard does not uh, light up all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I look, oh, like, easy solve. I mean, it would be. Any, I, I understand that automotive makers like to have their dashboard light up because it looks nice, and that way you can see the gauges even in the daytime. If you don't light them up, they're not as visible. But put a sensor in the dash that if it's mm-hmm. dark, turn that dashboard light off until the headlights are turned on. Really simple solution. 
Well, the sensors are there, but there are needs to have them lit up during the day. I think maybe the smarter the lights, thing would do... The lights do, should just be on at all times. Yeah, that was well, saying, just put them on all the time. Front and back daytime running. My car yeah. does that. I'm, I'm well, you can that. turn them off, but... But you, just, have an, you have an automatic setting. Auto. Yeah. Or, or well, just, you see, yeah. I drive as I... Here you go, local reference. As I drive to work, I pass under the Queensway, which is a fairly wide bridge on Bronson. <laughs> and... You can tell the cars that have their lights on automatic because their headlights come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Even on no, that no, little so, short no, bridge. Mine's just all, I, I have it set as always on. Oh. But when you turn off the car, they turn off. Oh, okay. Okay. Which See, mine, I don't understand when you turn it off that the lights are still on because that's when people forget. Yes. Well, you see, my headlights don't have, my car does not have a off parking lights on or parking lights headlights. I don't have a two position switch or a three position switch. I have two. I have off and on. Okay. I can't turn only my parking lights on. Uh-huh. But if I turn the car off with my lights on, my headlights go off and my parking lights stay on. Huh. That's the only way you can have them lit is when you're parked with the engine off. German engineering, huh? Simplicity. It's great. Yes. They do some really smart things and some very silly things. Yes. Mm. What really grinds my gears is the fact that Volkswagen builds a car with, in this day and age, with a... Winchell washer reservoir that does not take a full jug. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. My previous car did, but this one doesn't. For no reason. There's there's space around it in the engine bay to make it bigger, but it doesn't take a full jug of washer fluid. Well, and that, the jugs are smaller in Germany. Well, maybe. Maybe they use a different size. I don't know. It's not Sweden. Um. We'll be uh, I, I, I ran out of wiper fluid and I had to stop on the side of the highway. Throw some snow? I, I always carry an extra. Mm-hmm. But I had to stop and it was the scariest shit I've been through in a long time. Yeah, you, you're not used to being stopped on the side of the highway? On the side of the highway. It's very terrifying. Now, the nice part about that is I was there for two minutes. Someone already stopped in front of me to help. That's civilized. I was like, that's amazing. Like... I Can you help me off. unscrew this? No, I was like, because he didn't know what was wrong. I don't know, mechanic or whatever. So, like, he, I, I see him because I was done or getting ready to finish. And I was like, no, I'm good, thanks. Cool. I'm like, that's really cool that someone stopped already. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-minute fix. Yep. Well, just remember that. And the then I go drive yep. on the highway and someone honks at me. It's like, yep. All is right with the world. Yep. Well, just remember the next time you see someone stopped on the side of the road. Maybe stop and check on them. Goes oh, around, comes around. The hell am I going to do? Give them a oh. bottle of water or yeah. give them somewhere to sit that's warm while they Maybe wait their for their... their phone's dead, anything. Yeah. Right? Give them somewhere to warm to sit while they wait for the tow truck. Tell them some dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go to the group chat with you and DJ Alex. <laughs> Every morning at at least three. Oh, he's... Yeah. Star Trek dad joke. <laughs> Comic strips. It's so like, oh, that's so sad. It's so <laughs> and I'm so busy. It's like, oh my god, I'm, <laughs> I'm so sick of this stuff. I'm so sick of it. All right, don't even respond. <laughs> well, we might be back next week, or we might be back in three weeks. We don't even know, so it'll be a surprise for everybody, listeners and us included. And we're back. Until then, on behalf of uh, Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night.